Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus, episode 31, The Guardians of the Galaxy, volume 2, spoiler free, review. I'm your host, Hypersonic 55 and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. And if you are a new listener, I welcome you in. Thank you for joining me. This is a film... <laughs> this is a film podcast where I happen to talk about various different topics of film in each episode. However, due to the influx of big films that have shown up in recent months is turned into more of a review show but I do like doing my reviews so this keeps me busy and today's review is one of great significant importance we are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 the sequel to the highly successful Guardians of the Galaxy from 2014 from Marvel Studios now let me give you a little bit of background info before we get into this review Guardians of the Galaxy I was excited for this film when it was announced at comic-con how many years ago and the concept art got me giddy and i was curious about this really different space team of characters who were brought together to go about and save you know the galaxy and i was looking forward to the film you know and all the trailers and all that and i was just like how are they going to make this film work with all these really strange and different characters especially with like you know the talking tree and the raccoon and stuff but then they made it work it was such a delightful surprise it was one of the biggest surprises of 2014 for me, and I love the film so much. Next to the Avengers, it's one of my favorite, like, you know, was it sort of first films in a series, even though the Avengers technically doesn't count because it was a combination of like five films before that. But anyway, Guardians and Avengers are like in that sort of really high tier of the Marvel films but also in superhero films as well so to create a sequel to that film that could either you know equal that benchmark or exceed it was a tall task but from everything that we'd heard in the interviews from like you know the cast and crew and you know uh, Kevin Feige we all assumed that this was going to be something magical and from the trailers and the images I got so giddy. Everybody in the world got so giddy. We got all this baby group stuff. We we're going to find out what was going on with Peter Quill, you know, and his dad, and the fact that he was played by Kurt Russell. And there was going to be more stuff with Yondu, and Nebula was back, and all this other sort of stuff. The media hype for this was real, and I was so giddy. So, I went to see this film with my sister at a film double screening at my local cinema yesterday. So, we went to see Guys of the Galaxy, which was fun to see that again in the cinema and then like you know get to see the new film straight afterwards and so how would I rate Guardians of the Galaxy I'm gonna tell you this straight up front at this point in time it is a tad difficult for me to formulate my thoughts into words Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 is a very interesting beast overall I really liked the film it had a fun overall adventure however I feel like it's a little uneven and not as cohesive as the first film so depending on what kind of fan you are in relation to Guardians of the Galaxy number one, this film will be more of what you liked or it will be something 
of a disappointment. But yeah, again, it just depends on what kind of fan you are and how you respond to this film. For me, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid film. It has some issues, but still worth a watch. So as per usual, in these kind of reviews, I go about and talk about story, characters, presentation, and then my overall thoughts towards the end. So sit back and relax and we'll get through this thing. So the story for the film could be summed up as the following. The Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mysteries of Peter Quill's true parentage. Old foes become new friends and fan favorite characters from the classic comics will come to our hero's aid as the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to expand. And that is a very broad summary of what this plot involves without going into the area of spoilers. Overall, I found the plot to be pretty solid, very interesting. It has a nice blend of humor, action, drama, some cool mysteries and stuff. And while some of these um, story elements you've seen in films before and some of them you might be able to predict if you, you know, are thinking about it or thinking a few steps ahead. I still think that this is another solid entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that furthers the story and mythology of this world and gives you a little bit of cool stuff to look forward to in the upcoming sequels and potential like you know crossovers with like other MCU related films. If the story does one thing well it is covering the main theme of family as this film has a strong emphasis on the ties between Peter Quill and his father, Gamora Nebula, and of course the Guardians team themselves. This film shows what it means to be family, whether you're blood related, adopted, or have a strong connection to someone, and we get to see the highs and lows of those relationships. And another strong element was the fact that we got to see the story get quite emotional and dramatic, and I didn't expect that, but it was a welcome surprise, and the humour which was one of the first film's strongest points, was a little hit and miss for me. Some of the jokes were amazing, and some of them didn't land as well. Plus, it felt like the jokes were coming a little too frequently for my liking. So anyone that's, you know, sort of annoyed with the frequent nature of, like, you know, Marvel films having a fair amount of humour might not enjoy this film. And lastly, for the first time in a while, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 feels like a standalone adventure with ties to other films or the larger MCU being next to non-existent and there not being any major setup for future films. Now of course there's definitely you know some setup for the sequel and some great solid comic book references for like you know the proper nerdy people out there. But otherwise this is a really isolated film so anybody that was hoping for some MCU connections to you know previous or future films may be you know a little disappointed so now let's talk about that cast and good gravy we have a pretty large cast to get through in this film with the returning members all from the first film along with a good few notable new faces as well along with some pretty interesting background and like you know cameo related characters as well for the most part, the cast are all very good, though some really do stand out more so than others. So let's start with Chris Pratt, who is a standout as Peter Quill, aka Star-Lord. He has been one of my favourite characters since the last film, obviously, because he's, you know, Chris Pratt. But also because he has a great sense of comedic timing for his humour, but also he's incredibly engaging, endearing, and has some really good dramatic moments as well. Chris Pratt is just someone that you just can't not like. He is very charming and witty and he's someone that you could just get 
along with. And you can see that he is someone that you really want to root for in this film because of his history and because of his, like, you know, father issues. So I thought what they did with Star-Lord in this film was really solid. Next up is Zoe Zaldana as Gamora, and I really liked her in this film. I thought she had some really good moments with not only the Guardians team and Peter Quill, but also with her sister Nebula. It was a relationship that I really wanted to see more of in the first film, so I'm glad that they were able to expand that in this film. It definitely gave her character a bit of a boost, but at the same time, I wish I'd seen more from her. Gamora is this really interesting character on paper, and while we've got to see some pretty cool stuff from her in the films, I just wish I'd gotten to see more of just her. What goes on in her mind, what happens when she's, you know, doing things that take, you know, center stage. Um, also, Dave Bautista as Drax the Destroyer, like the last film, has some of the most standout comedic moments of all the people. And he also has some unexpected dramatic moments as well, which was really nice. But at the same time, as Drax the Destroyer, he didn't do that much destroying for me. I wanted to see this guy do some more kick-ass stuff, and it wasn't as much as I would have liked. Plus, he was busting out those jokes left, right, and center, and... While some of them were great, sometimes it just felt like, yo, man, are you going to, you know, be a little bit more serious? So, yeah, it, some of his jokes didn't land all the time for me, but when he was hilarious, he was great. Baby Groot was awesome. He was adorable and hilarious and used pretty well throughout. I think they played up the cuteness factor just a tiny bit too much in certain sequences, but otherwise he was really good. I mean, Vin Diesel still did the voice work, even though you wouldn't know it because of the, you know, way they changed the voice. But I'm assuming he did a pretty good job. And Rocket Raccoon, just like the last film, had some really great standout moments. He was funny. He was serious at times. And Bradley Cooper's voice work was just great. Other returning cast members include Karen Gillan as Nebula and Michael Rooker as Yondu. Nebula got a really good boost in terms of her character because... You know, in the first film, she was noted as one of the most forgettable people in the film, even though I thought she was good with potential, just, you know, a little wasted. But in this film, they gave her a lot of additional story material that enhanced her a lot. And because of her ties to Gamora and Thanos, it just, you know, boosted her up. And I like Karen Gillan, I do. And I thought she did well in this film. She did overdo it in some of her uh, acting sequences, but, you know, otherwise she was still pretty good. But Michael Rooker is Yondu. Ah. Oh. Love that man. I can't see Michael Rooker in anything bad because he's always doing something good with his performance. And he was super solid as Yondu. They did so much more to expand his character, make him a little bit, give him a little bit more depth and more standout action sequences. And his interaction with some of the Guardians people as well was great. I loved Yondu. I wanted more of him. He, uh, he, he was just great. It was fab. As for the new cast members, Kurt Russell brought some really cool charisma, flair, and personality, and humor to his role as Star-Lord's dad, Ego. He had a really important presence in the film, and I like what they did with the character. I thought it was, you know, pretty solid. So now you have the actress that played Mantis, who was Pom Clementine? Tef? I just butchered that name, I apologize. Basically, Pom, who played Mantis, was so cute, so funny. I liked her abilities and her interaction with the Guardians team, and I just thought she was a really nice addition to this group. And Elizabeth DeBecky, who played Ayusha, was 
really fun some really funny scenes but other times it felt a little awkward so you know her performance was a little half and half and you know her presence in the film was a bit half and half but otherwise yeah i thought she was fine and the other appearances from sean gunn laura haddock and sylvester Stallone were very much appreciated i really like what they did with these characters in this film when it comes to the presentation it was really really solid visually like the last film we are treated to some really solid visual material. We get some gorgeous color schemes, great cinematography, wonderful art direction, really detailed CGI and action sequences that were fast, ferocious, inventive and really fun to watch. It was insane to me that this is all crafted by people that, you know, have such crazy inventive minds and it's just, it was beautiful to watch. That's just the best way to put it. Like the last film, it had some really cool, wonderful sequences, and this film is no different from, uh, you know, just some of the uh, battle sequences on the planet to some of the stuff that's happening in space. It's all very large in scale and feels just larger in scope when compared to the last film. And then you have the soundtrack for this film, which is pretty good. Now, obviously, with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, number one, we had a soundtrack that was so diverse so beautiful and very recognizable to you know a lot of older audiences but some of us youngins too as well and it was just one of the high points of the last film and guardians of the galaxy volume 2 definitely has a really solid soundtrack however i feel like this is definitely a uh, soundtrack for people of an older generation just because maybe this is just me but i felt like the soundtrack in the first film was just a little bit better at being like you know diverse and recognizable for audiences of you know different ages and Tyler Bates returns again to do the film score for this film and he crafts some really nice music with some returning themes from the first film as a new material that works well with the action on screen and so now we come to the conclusion Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 it's a solid sequel and it did well to advance the story of the characters, had some good action and humour and heart. However, the uneven story, misuse of certain characters and not so solid humour prevent the film from being the amazing sequel that I wanted it to be. And now I also have to mention, you know, how I would compare it to the other films in the MCU. Now, I'm not one of the sort of people that feel the need to, you know, immediately rate the latest MCU film to all the other MCU films that's come before it, but, you know... Seeing as this is a sequel to one of the most beloved films in the series, I feel like it has to be done. And I have heard that a lot of people have found The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 to be a disappointing sequel. And I've even heard some people compare it, like, you know, less favorably to Iron Man 2 and Thor 2? What sort of madness is that? In my humble opinion, like, you know, Iron Man 2 and Thor The Dark World are two of the worst films in the Marvel MCU. Or should I say, just disappointing more so to worse. Less so Iron Man 2, more so Thor The Dark World. That film is ugh. But yeah, this film, it's a solid sequel. It's disappointing in a good few areas, but still, I had more pros than cons to, you know, talk about with this film in my opinion and I would put it in the same sort of category as 
Avengers Age of Ultron. Now, yeah, you like, you know, before everybody attacks me, allow me to explain. Age of Ultron was a film that had a lot of really great elements, but overall, it wasn't as consistent or as enjoyable as the previous film. And I feel like this film, you know, has shares a lot of those elements. A solid film overall, just hampered with, you know, just some questionable elements. And as it stands, I think the most successful sequel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is still Captain America Winter Soldier. Going from point A to point B and seeing all the stuff that they improved upon, Captain America Winter Soldier is still that film that is on that high benchmark that you know Marvel still have to ascend past. That and Civil War. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. If you're a fan of Guardians number 1, you owe it to yourself to see this film. I believe your opinion will be solely based on how much you'd like the first film and whether, you know, this film will do it for you or if it will be, you know, not your cup of tea. Anyway, check it out, see what you think, and if you have any comments about the film, be sure to let me know in the comments section below or holler at me on Twitter where I am at the Hypersonic 55 or at FilmFocus55 or holler at me via my email where it's thehypersonic 555 at gmail.com and if you're on iTunes could you go about and subscribe to us on there we would like to have this podcast grow and expand so any 5 star ratings you can give us or any just feedback in general would be greatly appreciated so yeah that'll do it for now thank you for listening as always and yeah I'm trying to remember what sort of uh, films are coming out next I don't think there's any major films coming out next but if there is any You'll be sure to hear them in the coming weeks. I'm hoping to get another film topic done pretty soon. So look out for that when it comes. And until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypersonic 5 signing out. Peace.